We are going to rotate down from the crawl, uh, as you always do in space battles. And we are going to zoom in on a planet. Uh, Specifically, it is a grayish-orange kind of planet that is rotating around a blue sun. And the camera sweeps down, focusing on the planet for a moment, and then onto a spaceship. We're going to cut along with the spaceship as it actually flies past the planet and deep into a thick and active asteroid belt that occupies a large portion of the system. Uh, Huge asteroids tumble end over end. And in several of the largest ones, we can see that there are... uh, hangars and portholes and all manner of indications of intelligent life dwelling within the asteroids, changing them uh, for their own purposes and their own uses. And with that shot established, we are going to cut inside to uh, everybody's favorite Bothan, Eshka. Mm. Eshka, you are in a hallway. Specifically, you are in this hallway because you have followed the trail of secret high-level New Republic intel about Palpy Ship, one of their most prized, at as of this moment, uh, military secrets. You have reason to believe that the intelligence core that stores the entity known as Palpy Ship is here in the Raksuli system. This is where many uh, secret military intelligence projects have taken place. You are wearing your coveralls and using your sort of past knowledge of secret Republic intel and codes and passphrases that have gotten you this far. However, you are concerned that you know, you have your reach may have exceeded your grasp on this asteroid. You are in one of the hangars, uh, or in rather in a hallway just off of one of the hangars, planning your next move. How would you like to go about continuing your search for Palpy Ship? Um, do I know what the layout of this place looks like? A great question. Or- or am I just kind of exploring as I go? Please give me a computer's test. Two triumphs. Yes, you absolutely know what the layout of this place is. Okay. Because if I didn't, that was going to be my next move. Okay. <laughs> just to try to figure it out. <clears throat> um, so with uh, a success two tri- and two triumphs, uh, what I'll say is you can ask me two specific questions that I will answer truthfully about the layout of this place. So we can, that way we can continue your search, uh, but we can continue to also be theater of the mind about it. Okay. Um, is there anywhere that I can tell serves as, uh, what is the word I want? Um, uh, 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 place to hold valuables not like you know personal valuables but like like a vault like a vault or just like a, a you know a secure um like a safe room 
is there a safe room or like a secured control room, like something like that? Um, there are places that could serve as such. Yeah, there are. There, are, I'll say that there are two of them, uh, kind of in like the the center of mass of this asteroid, like the at, at the central points on the uh, along the major and minor axes. Okay. Um, and what can you? I guess it's less of a question. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, what is what is the security like? That's more of like an actual question. <laughs> uh, it's ex- it's excellent. The security here is very good, generally speaking. In terms of like security system or personnel, both. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there are so the the de facto assumption or the de facto the assumption is that the people who work here are going to be armed. Uh, it's a military installation. And the further assumption is that everyone who is here uh, has clearance to be here. And so if you are seen being weird, people will check your clearance. But the fact that you are here gives you like a little wiggle room, if that makes sense. Like the fact that you the fact that you showed up at all means people won't intrinsically question the fact that you're here. Like knowledge of this place even is secret to an extent. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I would like to make my way toward the center. Um, as I go, and granted, this is not, you know, (laughs) my forte, but I would like to kind of keep an eye out for how other people are acting or looking like if I wander into an area where like everyone's in a lab coat or something, you know, like uh, any, anything that might make me obviously stand out, just, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? You want to try and be able to fly casual. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if something changes in the environment as I go, I would like to try to adapt to it provided that I notice. (laughs) Okay. So then my question is going to be, Hmm. Okay. Uh, then what I'm going to say is I'd like you to make me a deception test. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's one threat. Um, and nothing else. So that's a failed roll. Uh, I'm going to charge you a strain. Uh, what I'm going to say is you have a certain number of checks you're going to need to make one way or another to get to one of these vaults. And as... As failures add up, it will raise the heat on you. Gotcha. So you're not made just yet, um, but you are wearing like your mechanics coveralls and you're walking around using like your forged key card uh, past labs and stuff like that. You definitely look out of place and it's causing you some stress. I am going to charge you a strain. Okay. But you are definitely headed down, uh, looking out of place in a couple different ways. Uh, So knowing kind of what you know about Republic operations, you're going to have to doctor your key card a little bit, uh, which is going to involve getting access to a, 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 a terminal within this installation itself. Uh, And I'm going to therefore ask you for a stealth test. And I want to remind you that you have 10 light side points in the pool. That's right. Uh, I would like to use one for you. Okay. 
<clears throat> and I right. forget, are you adding it or do I need to add the dice? Uh, I have added it. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. That's good. A single triumph is, is promising. Now, <laughs> you don't have any successes left, uh, but you get triumph results. Um, so what I'll say is uh, it works out to an absolute, like, true neutral. It's not going to be, it's not going to count as a failure. It's not going to raise the heat on you, but it also brings you no closer to your goal. Okay. Um, you are just kind of in this computer lab with people walking past you, uh, sweating bullets or do, do kitty cats sweat. Uh, your, your paws are very hot. I think <laughs> is how that works. Um, and you know, you've, You've done your best to get in here. Now it's time to see if you can. Um, now it's time to see if you can make something of it. I would like you now to make me a computer's test. Okay. Uh, for the first time, you uh, have a, a clean and clear success. It's very exciting. Uh, so it's going to be three. <laughs> it's going to be three successes. So that's going to lower uh, the difficulty of some future things. You've gotten closer to your goal. Uh, however, there are a lot of people gathered around outside right now. Um, so those two threat mean that um, there are more, for whatever reason, you don't know why, there are more military police in this part of the installation at the moment. So if you are made in this point in time, it is going to have, it's going to have more lethal consequences for you. Cool. Um and Quick question: Is there like a is there like a duct system <laughs> around? Yeah, mm -hmm. that I can maybe is. hop into if force comes to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is a duct system, and as you look around, uh, sort of in fear, uh, thinking of 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 altering your plans on the fly, uh, the the asteroid shudders. Uh, maybe just through contact, maybe a particularly heavy ship just took off and the the mass transfer rattled it um but the walls themselves seem as if they are echoing your fear ew i don't like that yeah you haven't been on this asteroid base long and it's already very scary as okay. it shifts so just to check if i've been tracking correctly am i in like the central area I was trying to get into? No. Or am I like so you are? You are in a computer lab right now. You've just altered your key card. You can begin making your way down to the central okay, lab. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. My question is, uh, you are going to need to make another skill test to do so. Do you want to try and sneak? Do you want to try and deceive? Do you want to try something else, potentially? Um, let me think. Flash look. Here's a question. Can I make a perception check with the intent of trying to figure out what my best move would be, my best strategy? In the sense, perception in the sense of like, try to get a read on the uh, sort of crowd of yeah, folks. Yeah, I, like I will say that you can do that. I will say that success will contribute positively. Uh, to your overall effort. But what I will say is the extra time spent reconnoitering will absolutely raise the heat if you fail. That's uh, that's how, okay. that's how, that's how I'll, I'll justify that. So it's going to be a skill test like anything else. It can serve as a precursor to your overall success, but it is going to cost you time to do this reconnoitering. Okay. 
Um, I don't want to do that. Um, Why can't I just have it for free? <laughs> Famously very generous, Brian. Yeah. Um, okay, let's, let's try sneaking. And I have a loose strategy if I am noticed. Okay. Are you going to use a destiny point? I would really like to do that. Yes, please. Okay. I need to get there. All right. I have set it with an upgrade. Okay. <laughs> a, succe- a success and an advantage. Um, so what, what I'll say is um, you are going to get to uh, one of the, the vaults is how I'll describe it. Uh, you, you key card in there and the way that it's set up is, uh, it's honestly kind of crazy. Um, I'm going to have you make a resilience test for me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Fascinating. Oh uh, so that, no. So that is a despair and two advantage. Um, okay. <clears throat> So with that, with that resilience test, um, I'll tell, I'll tell you why you need it and I'll tell you what happens. So being located at the kind of gravimetric center of this asteroid, you realize that the, the artificial gravity on this installation is looped or maybe more accurately put sandwiched. Because um, you had the the specs that you found off by an axis. It's not that the two vaults are next to each other in this gravimetric center. It's that they're on top of each other. However, they mirror each other. And so as you are walking in, you are looking down into both vaults, which are connected or separated rather by a force field and mirroring each other in a vertical fashion. Both of their grab artificial grabs are pulling towards the same point. So this station is like two stations stacked on top of each other, top and bottom, in an inverse fashion. Do you, does that make sense? It does. And whoa. Yeah, the site is disorienting and troubling. Also, the gravity in here is weak by comparison um some mechanical part of your brain doesn't wonder if that's because there's two artificial grav fields running next to each other that might be an interference somehow the strangeness is enough uh for you to yak basically uh you throw up uh over the side of this catwalk that you are positioned on conveniently and people hear. They don't see oh. you, but people hear. Oh. There is a kind of a hubbub and somebody goes, oh, gross. Like you can hear <laughs> people like 15 meters below you, like very upset about this circumstance. I mean, the I'm la- not thrilled either. <laughs> yes. Uh, so there is, uh, there's raised heat on you. And like a kind of loosely known position, somebody might come up here and look. But what I will further say is that in the center of this room, uh, there are six or seven people in like white coats and 
with what look almost like welders helmets over their heads and they are standing around uh tinkering with occasionally but mostly taking notes on a large and familiar uh pillar with a sphere atop it it is indeed uh palpy ship's intelligence core you have found him slash it slash that now did you say did you say a large pillar yeah it looks as okay. though the uh because if you remember the I, I believe the the intelligence core was previously in like kind of a format where it looked a little bit like a disco ball on a small stand like it was not that large this has an extended pillar to it they may have yeah. changed his format they may have augmented him somehow uh, you are not entirely sure, but the the sphere atop the pillar is unmistakable. Okay, yeah, I was just trying to double check. Basically, this is like what they have built to essentially run him. Mm-hmm. He was just on it. He was just on a drive last time I saw him. Yeah. Okay. So he's no longer in his robot, or they didn't put him in a robot. You suggested him to be in a robot. Yes. Okay. It does not seem as though he has been put into a robot. It looks as though he is just in a machine of some kind. Okay, so I would need to get him back into a drive. Unless you want to run off with the pillar, yeah. <laughs> so I need to get all of these scientists, technicians, whatever, away. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, Here's you do. A but you oh. uh you can stew on that and think about your question. I'm going to switch to the next person. Okay. Uh, sorry, I can't just do Eshka, <laughs> es- es- espionage with Eshka, Eshkabinage. Eshkabinage. once and we lost the episode, so. Yeah. Eshkabinage, a lesser known sibling of Nicki Minaj. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. God damn it. You all get zero XP. You all, you all owe me 10 XP. Um... In a very different <clears throat> corner of the galaxy, Kiyama, you are in a familiar valley that is quickly becoming uh, both more and less recognizable at once. Uh, the Jedi have rebuilt or are in the process of rebuilding a temple near the cave of the masters in Felucia. They have taken the opportunity to uh, dig into the, the ruins and the pillars that were about and uh, channeled its extraordinary, you know, powers of the force that are latent within the land. And those Jedi members and such information as they have been able to recover have relocated uh, in their in their near entirety to Felucia. This has been good and bad. Good because the force sensitivity of the place has empowered you some, and moreover, its lack of association with Cynic Ray has been something that you found actually very uh, cleansing and harmonious. But bad because in the back of your mind, you know you no longer have any excuse at all to not attempt the test of mastery except for your own limitations what are <clears throat> what are you doing as the as the camera returns to everybody's favorite blue lady 
Um, I, I kind of imagine it as like you sort of, you know, panned down and you see like the rebuilding temple and you see, you know, uh, Jedi kind of working at rebuilding some form of a home in this place. And then off in the distance, you see Kiyama walking through... I guess probably at this point a more rough-hewn path than what had been before, um, making her way back to that uh, uh, kind of creek and waterfall mm-hmm. that she sort of spent a lot of time sort of sitting at, meditating, trying to decide when to go up to the cave. Right. Um, I mean, is there anything that she is doing when she arrives at the cave? Or are you just looking in? Um, I think at this time, most of the time she hasn't. I think the first time that they came to Felucia, she went up, stood in the cave entrance, and then left immediately. Didn't mm-hmm. quite feel like it was the right time, even though she wanted to try it again. And she's been here several times since then, just down at the waterfall. And okay. this time, I think... She's going to um, like kind of take off her belt, leave her lightsaber down below, and walk up. It's time. Okay. Um, so, you know, walking around the edge of the pool with its, you know, sparkling opalescent waters, kind of lit by the neon green glowing pollen in the in the gloomy Felucian midday, you head into the cave. Um, hmm. You've left your weapon at the mouth of the cave? Yes. Okay. Uh, was there anything else on your belt? Like, are you literally just walking in with your tunic on, functionally? Um, I mean, like, I had a comm link. Um... Probably, you know, some like, you know, standard Jedi bullshit that's, you know, can fit into those. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, pretty much just going in with herself. So you've left the comm link outside as well? Yes. Okay. Uh, the cave is cool, and it seems drier than you remember. Although, there is nevertheless a spooky mist that swirls about your ankle. And as you walk deeper in, um, the light seems to follow you. It's not obvious how or where it's coming from. It looks for all the world as though it's just daylight reflecting off of the stones. But you know that there's more to it than that. And within, you walk and walk. You understand that you're already at the point where distance is really an illusion and that the things that you are experiencing may or may not be true. And their truthfulness, moreover, is very contingent on, as your mentor's mentor like to say, a certain point of view. Can you please give me a willpower test? Uh, Any thing specifically with willpower or um i am just i'm knocking the rust off sorry uh discipline is what i'm looking for specifically 
Discipline, okay. And I'm going to use a light side point. Sure, absolutely. Which, okay, <clears throat> played a lot of Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> can I add a green or... Uh, this is the one where I can both <clears throat> add or upgrade, right? So I... I am uneasy about the rule because I reread it and the wording seems to indicate that, um, but it doesn't indicate any circumstance. And unfortunately, when you do an upgrade, it also looks exactly like you are either changing a green to a yellow or you're adding a green. Um, so what I'm doing, I think for now on is I'm just going to click the upgrade button and you guys do the test as laid out and it will upgrade it will upgrade the pool programmatically like that. And I think that that's what is most comfortable for me now because that's most in line with base Genesis and with the a certain interpretation of the destiny point rules with, as laid out in uh, Force and Destiny and okay. Edge of the Empire. Okay. So you've already upgraded? Yep. And I roll. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And it even did it correctly, too, which is nice. You can yeah. see how you have two yellows. Okay, so the upgrade logic works well. I'm really pleased about that. Okay, uh, however, what you are probably not pleased about is that uh, you have generated a threat. Yeah. And at this point, the mist is waist deep uh, within the cave. And you feel um, you're probably wearing like boots, right? Yes. Yeah, you feel the toe of your boot connect with something very solid, um, but not so solid that you assume it's a rock. It's something else kind of lost down in the swirling mist. I will stop and bend down and look at it. Okay. Uh, you get you kind of kneel down, uh, getting your face close, and as the mist parts from your movement, uh, you can see that it is a head. It is a humanoid head, and specifically, it is Luke Skywalker's head. The neck still partially attached, though firmly cauterized via lightsaber. I uh, stand back up stiffly, mm -hmm. and I'm tense. And sort of <clears throat> reminded myself, you've already seen this. It's okay. It's already happened. And as you say that to yourself you hear a voice from behind you say and it'll happen again I turn yeah standing there is what looks like Luke but like a like a younger version when he was your age when he um, after casting down the emperor um, this would have been you know maybe about the point about the point in his life where he was off collecting holocrons assembling the library of knowledge that your fellows are gathering outside and in the gloomy unearthly light of the cave he moves forward he's you know your your mentor's been shorter than you since you finished puberty um, but the way he carries himself uh, you can the power radiating off of him makes him seem much much taller and as he strides forward the light flickers and washes over him and by the time he makes it directly in front of you he's no longer just seeming taller than you but actually is and his face has changed no longer luke's but ronus's 
And he says, it'll happen again, and you know it. And he lifts his hands up to either side of his head, and with a squelching sound, pulls his own head off of his neck, cradling it in his hands. I'm going to... Uh, Brian, what would you say would be the role to make keep her composure in that moment? Uh, that'd be another discipline test. Okay. I will let you set the difficulty how you want it to be. <laughs> it is set. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that just the pure visceral shock of that is going to sap you uh, to strain. Uh, but you keep it together and, you know, reminding yourself that it is an illusion, that it is meant to test you. <clears throat> you kind of close your eyes, you know, screwing up your composure and self-control. And when you open your eyes again, the apparition is gone and you are still in the cave. What do you do next? Um, I'm going to keep walking further into the cave. Um, so you've moved back and forth. You've turned around a couple different times. I'd like you to make me a survival test. Uh-huh. Survival. I'm great at this. I mean, you got two successes. Um, I'm going to collect those. I'm going to collect those threat for unknown purposes. Okay. <clears throat> Continuing into the cave, <clears throat> you enter a chamber that you have not seen before. It is large and uh, almost cathedral-like is, I guess, the best thing I could compare it to. There appears to be light pouring in from a thin uh, navel-like opening at the top. And this shaft of light illuminates most of the chamber, leaving uh, shadowy corners along the edges. And... Within the beam of light, uh, dramatically, there is seated a figure in a black robe with a hood. Nothing else is apparent in this cavern, though you may search around if you would like. Yeah, I'll do a cursory glance. Okay. Then I'd like you to give me perception. All right. Uh, nothing else becomes apparent. Uh, this this figure is obvious and, in a sense, dominates the room. Do I recognize the figure? Uh, they are difficult to make out. Um, in basically every feature, they are covered by the robe, and they look seated, so height is difficult to make out as well. They are probably eight meters away from you. I'll walk towards them. Okay. Uh, as you draw closer, probably when you're about a meter away. The figure stands in a single fluid motion, their leg movements concealed by the robe, and they pull their hood back. <clears throat> and it is Velamin. And okay. he says, he says, I've been waiting. You'll need to defeat me in order to pass, in order to continue your mastery. And he is going to ignite his red saber. Uh, dripping with the burning plasma that you have seen so many times before, and that has been inflicted on you so many times before. Uh, Kama, you can give me, and I'm going to spend a dark side point on this, <clears throat> you can give me a vigilance test. Okay. <clears throat> um, it takes a moment, um, but you are fairly certain that this is just a figment 
that he is not actually here. Although it is an extraordinarily convincing figment. And what you are not sure of is whether or not this force construct would be able to hurt you. What are you going to do? I'll take the chance. I'll say to him, you've had the chance to kill me twice. Maybe more than that that I don't remember. I'm not going to fight you. Okay. Uh, what express? What skill are you going to use to express that? How do you want to come across? What are you trying? In what way are you trying to communicate? I think that it's willpower. Like this okay. is truly like this isn't a coat. Like I'm not trying to convince or I'm not trying to woo him over to my side. This is um, something I think that would be like not even stealing my nerves. It's just simple conviction. Okay, th- yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna rate that actually as a leadership test. Oh, okay. Well, um, can I use a light side? I'm gonna use a light side point on leadership. Yep. All right. All right. It is in the pool and upgraded. Uh, please make me your test. Okay. Then, <clears throat> so you <clears throat> excuse me. It's been a while since I've talked this much. Uh, with three successes, you say this, and the two of you stare each other down. And I'm actually going to cut away from you at that point. <clears throat> We're going to do like sort of a, an S cut. And <clears throat> we are going to move to. Hmm. Where's <laughs> the best place to go? Uh,. I think we're going to move to Mia. And Mia. Yeah. You are in the middle of a firefight. That doesn't surprise me somehow. Can you please give me a ranged light test? Or uh, actually give me any combat skill that you want to use and uh, tell me what you're doing when you use it. Um. Well, I need a little more context for what the firefight is, I think, before I know exactly what Mia would do. Um, I'm giving you a chance to just be cool. If you want to say that you have, like, a big fucking gun, now's the time for it. If you want to say, this is sort of an average of all the fighting situations that you've been in in the context right. we talked like about. Nothing, yes, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary or unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mia has... She continues to have a light-ranged weapon, but it's not one that we've seen her use before. It's new. Um, And she's... I'm imagining her as being sort of, like, sticking out, like, sort of hiding and then jumping out, firing, going back towards behind whatever pillar or door or some kind of frame that she's hiding behind. All right. Uh, Sounds good. Then make me a ranged light test, please. Okay. Um, you have triggered a critical. So with the, that success and the four advantage, uh, you pop off a critical, um, deleting one of the Free Realms League peacekeeping forces on Naboo. F- from behind you, Chumdar, who has a giant uh, Gatling gun style laser, is also going to open fire. <clears throat> And he's going to mow down uh, several other peacekeeping forces. The two of you, along with the... I'm not going to say ragtag, because uh, at this point you guys are far from ragtag. You are hardened uh, urban guerrilla warriors. 
the the group of you, after causing this mayhem, uh, are going to sort of melt away in the the Thedian night, and going separate directions, uh, concealing weapons, separate places. You know, those of you who can conceal weapons, Chundar is at this point uh, a rather famous site. And, you know, he travels primarily by sewer and rooftop and the like, a sort of myth. Whereas you can don a disguise or get away with any number of things uh, to walk the streets of Thede and return to the hideout unnoticed and unbothered what kind of uh what kind of subterfuge or misdirection would you like to employ after this operation in order to try and get back home safely are you just gonna out and out sneak are you gonna use a disguise um something else entirely how would you like to go about it i think like when i make it like two or three blocks away Mm -hmm. i'm going to like take my hair out of his ponytail I'm going to, like, take, like, I'm imagining myself wearing, like, a not very nice jacket, and I'm just going to kind of throw it away. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to pocket the sunglasses that I was wearing, even though it's nighttime, because I got to look cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to obscure my weaponry and just slow my pace and walk casual. I know, I know feed very well at this point. Right. Um, Don't need i can look like a native basically absolutely um so i'm gonna give you a boost die in this circumstance because as you said you do know uh feed very well um i would like you you can make me either skullduggery or streetwise to uh to make it through uh this mess all right let me and as a reminder you do still have seven light side points in the pool yeah, I'd love to use one of them okay. right now. All right, then I have got your upgrade listed, and you can go ahead. Hmm. Okay, so it's dead even. Um, no, you seem to do that a lot. With the I do. Do neutral uh, the true neutral rolls. Um, there's no successes, no failures, and no advantage and no strain. Um, so you feel like you're doing pretty good. Um, you're, you know, you're walking along, you've gotten rid of your clothing and everything. You don't look like a, you know, a vigilante slash guerrilla fighter, um, or anything of that nature. Uh, but what is a problem is that, uh, your streetwiseness has temporarily failed you and you were in a slightly different place than you realized at a slightly different type of day. And you happen to be walking underneath one of the giant holographic billboards that says, have you, have you seen any of these people? And, you know, flashes full body models of Chundar, other, you know, dangerous uh, members of your band uh, and you. Like you are directly underneath a holographic model of you when it flashes. And there are people around who are kind of wondering about the resemblance right now. Like you see, you see people's heads turning and like people pointing. Like one woman, like kind of laughs out loud nervously. Mia's gonna look up at it, uh-huh. and she's going to pull out a comm link, and she's just gonna call. Like she's gonna pretend she's calling someone. Sure. Uh, and she's just gonna go like, yeah. They keep think like 
it's getting to be really annoying how frequently people think that that's me. Um, and like, it just sort of starts laughing loudly into the comm link about it. Mm-hmm. Um, to a fake friend or parent or something. Sure. Uh, so I am going to give you, <clears throat> you can make me a deception test. I am going to spend a dark side point. Damn it. Um, I was going to spend a light side point. Uh, yeah. Um, I am sorry about that. I'm going to spend the dark side point. Uh, you can give me a deception test to try and uh, throw people off the trail. Nope. Okay, yeah. Too strange. So th- uh, what that's going to mean is that uh, there, there are few people who are convinced that are within earshot and people who are within earshot who were not looking previously and are now looking. Uh, you you have uh, sort of you have sort of officially been made. This is the this is the point where you you need to cheese it rather than messing around anymore. Mm-hmm. What do you mean when you say cheese it? Oh, that is not a phrase I have heard outside the uh, of crackers. Get the fuck out. Okay. Well, I'm gonna continue to cheese it then. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna run because running implies guilt. But I'm sure. just going to keep on moving at a sort of reasonable but speedy pace. Okay. I uh, That is a... It is a cautious reaction, but I respect her caution. Mm-hmm. Um, so since that's the pace you've chosen, it's going to be... It's going to need... You're going to need two successful checks uh, to get back. Um, one, one can be athletics and one can be uh, coordination. And you can you can tell me what order you'd like to make them in, but I'm going to need both of those. Okay, I'm going to use coordination first. Okay. And now I'm going to do athletics. Okay. I really love these true neutral roles, don't I? Yeah, you sure do. Uh, so the coordination is good. Uh, you're moving quickly. Um, most importantly, you're moving quietly. You're getting in through back alleys and finding unusual routes, stuff like that. Um, but with athletics, you realize that you have just not been going fast enough. No. Um, there are, there are Popo, there are, uh, three Realms League peacekeepers, uh, near your area. Like your, your safe house is so tantalizingly close, but there's no way to reach it without being seen by them and if you're made and seen going into your safe house it's no longer your safe house yeah and we will leave mia uh sort of ruefully staring across the uh the thedian highway uh watching hover cars go by as peacekeepers hang out and uh you can continue to stew in that and figure out what you want to do next we cut now uh, to Tamit, who is deep within a hut lord's palace. Um, or maybe better said, deep within a hut establishment directly underneath a hut lord palace. Um, in you know, in their own environment, when they are not colonizing uh, other other systems, huts will often put their you know, their palaces directly next to uh, some of their best earning products as a as a way of uh, do- enforcing dominion and the like. Um, so, Tamit, your sort of circumstance at this point is um, you are in a casino 
functionally, but like many casinos in our own world, it is multi-use. Um, and tonight there is a there is a match a of a combat sport uh, whose name is unpronounceable to the human tongue. And so we will, for the sake of argument, just call it 3D boxing, uh, where you are in a uh, zero-G environment with an uh, ability to move up, down, and around. And you have a UFC amount of uh, combat impetus and ability. Um, and uh, you have a UFC amount of combat leeway. As in, you yeah. can use all limbs and so on. And I um, imagine many of the aliens have extra ones. Yes, exactly. Um, so tonight you have a an alien in a regular, uh, a relatively standard uh, humanoid chassis for limbs, uh, very strong looking, um, kind of gorilla esque or simian, um, but with crimson fur all over its body. And it is going to be in combat with something that looks out and out just like a squid that can move around in air. That is the billing for tonight. Um, these are apparently champions at uh, 3D boxing or 3D UFC. And their holograms are flickering over all of the slot machines and super roulette wheels and uh, sabak tables everywhere. This is a very well-advertised fight. Your rationale for being here tonight is that you are looking to remove the Hut Lord themselves. Have it. Um, perhaps not tonight, um, but as with many nights, you have been uh, gathering intel, infiltrating this establishment, um, because this Hut Lord is one of the last few who are still willing uh, to make weapons deals with the true empire uh, through some actions that uh, your friend Ashka has led you to understand she was involved in. Um, many hut lords have been uh, regarding that as an increasingly poor proposition. But uh, this particular hut lord, Saibo the Hut, has not yet given up the practice. Noted. Do I see Saibo anywhere? No. Part of uh, part of your reconnaissance is that supposedly he will be at this fight tonight okay. and be pres presiding over it. I think I'll uh, do a little little tour if I can. Just look around the grounds um, mm -hmm. and eventually settle into a very low stakes Sabat game that I could leave at a moment's notice that gives me a good vantage point of where I think, uh, Sabo might be entering. Okay. Um, I am going to say that a skullduggery test is going to cover all of that. Uh, so why don't you give me one of those? Cool. Uh, I'll use a light tech point if you wouldn't Absolutely. mind adding an upgrade. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so with three successes and two advantage, uh, yeah. So the, the casino is, about as well protected as uh, Tamit has grown used to. Um, I'm going to say that with one success, I'm going to allow you to have smuggled weapons in. I think that that's a important thing uh, for you to be able to have done. Uh, I will let you tell me how you would like 
what advantage or information you would like to gain uh, from the other two successes that are in the pool? Uh, so from the other two successes with Skullduggery, uh, mm-hmm. I'd be interested in knowing one is this huts tend to be like a not not great group of people with respect to slaving. Mm-hmm. Are both of the fighters like willing participants, or is this a like let's like the equivalent of treat sapien animals like they're dog fighters kind of a thing? Gotcha. Uh, so the 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 space squid or the you know the land squid is owned by Cybo the Hut, and uh, the the ape like figure is owned by another hut lord you know that both of these are um they are they they are they are slave fighters um but Mm -hmm. with with 3d ufc it is not at all uncommon uh for hut lords to uh share their slaves cross promote that kind of thing cool second thing that i am interested in is then is there any way to notice how something related to the zero G aspect might be sabotaged? In particular, ideal situation is this this squid creature kills Saibo for me would be the crowning achievement. Gotcha. So figuring out a way to sort of end the match in such a way where these two are running free, either causing havoc or in particular causing havoc for Saibo mm-hmm. would be my ideal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just in sort of intuitively, you would assume that um, the way the the sort of uh, spherical area that is the the quote unquote ring for 3D UFC would be something that is governed again by, you know, gravitational generators. That's known technology. You could try and infiltrate uh, the Excuse me. You could try and infiltrate the stadium, for lack of a better term, uh, that is contained within the casino walls, and get a better look at the actual setup of the area. Uh, sneak in and figure out where all the machinery is, um, how well it's guarded, things like that. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Okay. Um, then can you please give me a stealth test? Sure. No, no. Uh, you are also at a higher difficulty than I expect you to be. Is it possible that there are purple dice I in do your... I indeed have two purple dice. I was yeah. surprised at how difficult everything was, but I yeah, thought, I'm nah, re- Brian, Brian knows. Yeah, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really impressed by how well you did on that skullduggery. Uh, nevertheless. Skullduggery. Yeah. Um... Would you like me to reroll the stealth, or are we? Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you you've generated three successes. That's going to get you in, uh, but you've also generated an enormous amount of threat. I think that's four there. Um, so the the way that I'm going to rule this is, you are able to get into the the stadium. You can see that this gravitational uh, situation uh, is already set up. Um, but you can also tell that the the, the stakes are going to be raised um, in a in a way not dissimilar to Eshka's from previous, 
a lot of Saibo the Hut's guards are already here. They are uh, walking up and down. It looks like they're looking under stands and things like that. Like they're being fairly diligent about trying to prevent almost exactly what you're doing in, in the general sense of trying to prevent some kind of assassination attempt or some kind of violent action on Saibo's life. So you are going to be able to sneak past them and get into the under area of this stadium. But if you are caught, it is going to get much more violent, much more quickly. So what I would like to try to do mm-hmm. is, uh, the 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 specific thing that I would love is if I could make it so that at a climactic moment in this fight, things broke through. So I'm assuming that uh, at some point, Ape is going to throw Squid against the wall real hard. Squid is going to throw Ape against the wall real hard. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's comparable to like a cage match kind of thing. Yeah. But zero G. Uh, so is there a way for me to weaken like any of the the joints so that when that happens, it kind of blows out the container and then that makes the gravity thing go all funky basically i want to weaken the physical structure that is containing the gravity generator so that at some point that will open and uh i mean tam it's not a science guy so i just assume that that'll cause chaos and that's the main goal right now sure um you were walking down and you have a you know, the kind of sensation that Jedi are trained to pay attention to. Um, the A feeling is growing nearby. Not necessarily a bad feeling, you just sense something important. And a sense nearly of deja vu, almost. You've been having... Um, dreams the past few months, especially since Eshka uh, left you out here in hut space uh, with just, you know, her few, her few gifts left behind to assist you. Since you've been operating alone, particularly these dreams have intensified. They're nothing ever solid or tangible really, but there is a recurring figure kind of shrouded in light that appears to you. And for whatever reason that is what you're reminded of is you're just you know surreptitiously descending the stairs down into this under area where the gravity generator is are they good dreams um they are they are neither good nor bad they are anticipatory you move towards this figure because you know you need to not because they are of some particular moral valence you just have a sense of urgency that you get to them which can feel bad which can feel bad but you know you're a jedi you're an expert at sorting out your feelings you know that it's just urgency not a bad feeling in and of itself not anxiety but not excitement just right coming right exactly um and kind of reflexively you look around but no such figure is, you know, there's, there's nobody here in this stairwell with you, let alone a figure shrouded in light. All right. I'll keep my eyes out for that, though. Okay. As you get down to the mechanical area and you find this gravitational generator, uh, you see that there is a technician at work. Um, she is 
a she looks like a tallish woman um possibly human possibly zabraxan it's difficult to tell she's got like um a hard hat on it could be a human with facial tattoos or it could be zabraxan what are you working on you're just gonna walk up to her and say so yeah uh she looks at you curiously how is tamit dressed in this moment uh i'm gonna assume what are all the security guards wearing Hmm. uh they have like a fairly standard uh by fairly standard they have a standardized mercenary outfit uh they have they are like a deep brown kind of the same color as ups uh with a with a tan flak jacket over top that is that is the the bog standard uniform for the mercenary group that is most commonly employed by Cyber the hut got it um hmm if i could have exactly that i'd be down uh okay. if not i'd go for uh something that is like well dressed in black um, okay, give so me the, give me give me a sort of retroactive stealth test to uh yeah. see if you can come up with such a uniform. Okay. Uh yeah, with that success then we will say that you have managed to acquire um one of the Earth Riders uniforms. Right. That is the name of the mercenary outfit. Earth Rider? Earth Rider, yeah. Um I just like that Earth still exists uh in space battles. Um more like a n- another Dirt word for rider. ground, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah. So I'll I'll just approach and say, "What are you working on?" So this is a little a little curious for her. I'm gonna say, uh, she looks over at you. She is surprised that you're here, but um, you know, you're in this mercenary outfit. She knows who's who. Uh, she just shrugs and she says, "Just." Double checking the gravitation engine for my lord before the match tonight. Uh, Saibo's orders. He doesn't want anyone else down here. Too much risk. We need to leave now. She kind of ge- like gestures irritably and confused. She says, "I'm in the I'm in the middle of maintenance. Like I can't just leave this." Sorry, what's your name? Sheena. Noted. There are two ways that we can go about this. One is. I return to my superior. He informs Saibo that Shino is defying his direct orders. Or you just go about your day. You leave, you enjoy a game of Sabat. Which one would you rather have? Uh okay, give me a give me a coercion test. I'm gonna give you a boost die on this. Cool. Uh I'm also going to spend a destiny's point. Okay. Got your upgrade locked. Okay. Uh you don't do you, do you get uh, force? Yeah. Pip? So the the way that the influence power works is okay. when I make any social check uh, because I have invested enough into it, such that I have some upgrade or other. When I make any social check, I also roll force dice. Mm-hmm. I can uh, spend any force dice pips on successes. Uh, so in general, I'm only going to do that with white side by default. Uh, so that is a four success. Uh, to threat roll uh that kicks quite a bit of ass and it turns out the power that lets you just mind control people yeah uh, as in the original space battles trilogy very useful yeah 
Okay, uh, so you kind of hide your hand movement as though you are like leaning against the wall to give like a like a kind of an ironic casualness to this statement. Uh, but your voice is full of like veiled threat and carrying your Jedi power. And so she just kind of nods and says, "All right, well, I guess we'll." We'll figure out the maintenance later, hopefully. And uh, she, j- I'm going to say that with four successes, uh, that is enough for her to actually leave her toolkit behind. the the mi- The mind control element of this has uh, allowed allowed you to access a a mechanical toolkit as well. Um, but, uh, elsewhere with those, uh, two threats, heat is certainly rising. That's fine. I've been in gyms. You can get out of the gym. Absolutely. Um, so are you going to attempt, uh, sabotage? Uh, I'd like to. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you have a pretty, you had a pretty specific sabotage in mind. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grant you a boost die for having the toolkit. Um, I'm going to have a setback die for the specificity of the sabotage and because i have a lot of dark side points i am going to opt to spend one right now all right and you may make me a mechanics test ah darn i was really hoping that it was skullduggery uh all right okay uh three threats I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. What I hope is a more interesting route with this. Uh, the instead of instead of saying out and out that you've failed, we are gonna cut away from Tamit as he looks up and is hearing footsteps coming down the stairwell that he just came from. You have been interrupted. Those footsteps. Uh, in turn, are going to turn are going to morph into the susurus of voices overlapping and people speaking in the enormous uh, valley-like chamber of the New Republic Senate. Senator VC twenty, they are about to hold a vote. And as you are flanked by Arful and Buka, the vote that they are about to hold is going to raise Senator VC20 up to Chancellor VC20, specifically the Chancellor of Labor, a position that many have felt for a long time that the Senator would be excellent at. And after begrudging and turning down the position for many decades you have at long last opted to become a wartime consigliere of sorts what would you like uh your speech to be senator vc20 as you uh, are able to address the senate one final time in uh in in seeking this chancellor's position oh geez um I, Chris, was uh, not prepared to give a speech of this gravity. That's okay. Um, So what we can do then, uh, tell tell me like timbre, 
and maybe like one or two cool lines like what's the what's the feel of the speech that the the senator is going for um why is now the time to vote for vc20 for chancellor why is now the time to vote for vc20 for chancellor um like uh, a, a, little, no. mm, go ahead I mean, I, I guess um, the most compelling argument right now is that VC20 um, probably knows more about the causes of the war than just about anyone else right now, um, since he has been in the thick of the actions all of this time. Yeah. Um, I, think I, think that's an ex- I think that's an extraordinarily strong argument. And I think he'd also like to touch on the um, idea that well, that Kashyyyk should probably have a Wookiee senator at this point. I'm into it. So you, you're going to kind of make some hay about, um, you know, your frontline action and so on. Um, are you going to kind of reveal that the uh, the attack on Agamar was not purely just... Um, a rebellious faction within the true empire, but also something that you helped orchestrate. And you were responsible for uh, Moff Velleman's retirement, so to speak. I kind of want to walk the line, um, like maybe mention these things and mention that my actions may have helped engender this outcome without directly taking credit for them. Okay. Maybe, um, like, put the focus on, you know, my friends were able to. Okay. Uh, so you, are you, you're going to then, like, specifically credit uh, Kiyama or Mia or someone who is well-known like that? Or are you going to bring Eshka into things as well? Um, so I think the senator's instinct is to include Eshka, but I think he also <clears throat> doesn't think she would want the credit. Sure. Um, credit would just slow her down. Yeah, she seems more comfortable um, being a goblin mechanic. Well known. Okay. Um, so then how I think I'm going to run this is uh, you can make me any three uh, social skills that you would like. Um, and I am, for the sake of argument, going to include... Um, actually, let me reformat that. Yeah, you can make me any... Th- any three uh, social checks that you would like. Uh, just tell me what they are and how you're going to employ them as rhetorical strategies in this speech. Okay. Um, so we got to lay on the charm. Um, okay. Since we are trying to make people like us and vote for us. Mm-hmm. Um, leadership. Um, I guess we want to outline what his plans are. Okay. Um as this uh, chancellor um, and like convince people that those plans are good ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, negotiation. Um, I guess kind of, um, yeah, we're trying to make the case um, that uh, we're trying to make the case for how this would impact VC20's relationship with other senators, I suppose. I see. So uh, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of subtly alluding to, uh, those of you who've worked well with me in the past kind of thing. Yeah, like I would like to continue working with you in this capacity. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so 
then I think what um, makes the most sense to me is actually to have you roll uh, in the order provided, you know, be charming at first, lay out a possible plan and then reaffirm existing relationships to sort of conclude the speech. Um, So why don't you start uh, with charm and we'll see how we go from there. All right. Charm. Okay. Uh, It is a, it is, holy shit. (laughs) Um, is five yellow dice that are in this pool. Uh, two successes. Good. Um, VC20 it has worked for worked with everyone for a long time. His sort of commitment to equality and egalitarianism has overridden everything else. But uh, he's well known. He's generally well liked. Um, you know, you, you don't get much easier to work with than a protocol droid. So you are uh, warmly received by uh, more than just the parties who have nominated you for this position. Um, so you can uh, give me a leadership test now to see how they are going to react to uh, you, you know, your plan and your goals and your aims. <laughs> I'm happy about this. Incredible. Uh, okay, so that's um, it's seven successes, uh, which is astounding. Um, the way I'm going to put this is that uh, three of those successes are just going to kind of be like locked in. Like that is uh, pure and simple, like the warmth of the crowd uh, that is occurring. Uh, but what I will say is that you can use um, four more of those successes to sort of uh, set things up um, for the future. So like establish some some facts that you would like, um, move uh, move some pieces around the board. Um, so is there anything about this circumstance, like giving this speech in the, in the vast senatorial chamber, is there anything that you would like to um, set up for the future or kind of retcon minorly or you know, not retcon necessarily, but like uh, retroactively have set up? Um, what are four things that you'd like to do to sort of improve the situation of you or, or your party? Maybe. Um, I'm sorry. I don't really remember what's going on. Um, no, that's all right. Um, I mean, you can you can set up one of your boys as a good shoe in for the Wookiee senator. Um, you can, uh, like, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. You could potentially move to have uh, Velamin absolved of his of his war crimes in light of the services he's rendered. Um, you could attempt to, uh, you know, establish some kind of temporary truce with one of the Imperial remnants so that you can better handle the other one. Um, There's a lot of, like, political maneuvering or suggesting um, that you can create in this this situation. I mean, this is kind of really where uh, VC20's immense political power can come to the fore. Um... Sorry, it's been a while. The uh, name of the uh, Wookiee that has been my right-hand man was Lundak. Shit. What'd you say? I said shit. Yeah, I believe it is Lundak. And Lundak? if it's not, and, and if it wasn't before, it sure is now. All right. Um, yeah, since uh, Lundak um, lost some limbs and an eye um, in that attack. Um, and he's very cool looking now. Yes, extraordinarily um, cool looking. So he should be the new senator. Um, VC20 would probably have a better way of phrasing it 
and just that he's cool and he should be senator. But that uh, really he, is the truth of the matter, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, he's he's got the respect of the Wookiee people is maybe the 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 way to say it. Yeah. Um, Rundak. Rundak. Yes. Rundak. Yes. Um, yeah. W R O O N D A K. Rundak. Okay. That was. Um, yeah, I can re-record the praise of him with his correct name if needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yes, Rundak should become the new senator. Um, okay. I don't know if we want to. Of course, VC Twenty wants to forgive him for his numerous crimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like going straight into forgiving him, like in his Senate speech, would go over badly. Yeah, no, I'm just um, I'm spitballing to kind of give an idea of the scope of things. And if you don't have anything locked in right now, you can um, sort of bank that political influence and goodwill that the solidity of the plan has garnered for you, uh, such that you know we can kind of give you uh, we can call in nebulous favors later on. I think that that's a fair way to go about it. Yeah, um, I think we do want to give like some. Maybe not specifying elements specifically, but like pointing out that we do want to allow um, people who were formerly subjugated by the empire um, means of joining the Republic. Okay. Representation within the Republic. Yeah, and I think that that's also a very uh, a very strong stance for a labor chancellor to take. Very generally, very positive for. Uh, you know, appropriate for your, for your position and very positive for the war effort to get people thinking like, oh man, I've been oppressed. It's got to be better in the new Republic, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So we can, um, that's a, that's a real good policy to, uh, push for new Republic wise. And, uh, we can kind of ascribe two more favors out into the ether. And, uh, last, uh, last, but certainly not least, can you please give me, um, a negotiation. Wow. Okay. Um, so it is a success and advantage has been generated, but there is a despair on the table. And uh, how I'm going to rule that is um, I'm just going to bank that despair. Something very bad has happened as a result of what you've said or done, uh, but you don't know yet what that is. Uh, VC20 has no idea what that could be. He probably doesn't even know that the possibility exists. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, But after, um, you know, a riveting and stirring speech, uh, the, the applause is deafening. It comes from, uh, thousands of pairs of different appendages, hand-like and otherwise. Uh, There is literally cheering that echoes off of the Senate walls. And the decision is uh, not quite unanimous, but by a staggering margin. We're talking 80% 80 for, 20% against in confirming uh, your appointment to the Chancellor of Labor. Um, So in a rare obvious win for the group as we have opened on the force reforged vc20 your um your platform uh separates away from the 
the the mass at large of the senators that surround the wall and floats in closer and closer until you are greeted by the 10 other members of the executive counselor the the executive council the other chancellors this is exciting and yeah. terrifying chancellor vc20 i'm it's going to take me at least a year to stop calling him the senator yeah, I think we might all call him the senator till the very end. Um, that's just that's just his nickname now. Yeah, it's it's it might actually be funnier to continue calling him senator. Senator, um, now the name of his brass knuckles. Yes. <laughs> um, with that, I want to uh, continue cutting as you know your hexagonal platform links up and uh, completes the completes the loose polygon in which you've enmeshed yourself with the rest of the executive council and the the cheering fades to a stark and sterile humming we are back with eshka deep within the asteroid vaults of roxuli eshka you were up to some shenanigans i believe yes um so I would like to try to clear the staff from the vault. Um, And my first thought Mm -hmm. uh, is if I can get into the computer system and find and trip some kind of alarm system that would be that would prompt them to evacuate. You want to pull the fire alarm? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'm, I'm very into it. Uh, I am, I'm even going to, I'm going to do a nice thing and I'm going to do a mean thing. I'm going to say that that's the kind of check that you can make with mechanics. Okay. Um, But I am uh, also going to spend a dark side point. How many light side points do we still have? Seven. Uh, then I'm going to spend a life side for I don't believe you can. Oh, okay. I know. I'm a, I'm a bully. Wait, why? That's always been the case. Uh, that only one always, uh, always one side. Uh, oh, gets that's the, right. Yeah. I think it was when we were playing. Um, yeah, that is the, that is, that is an undeniable distinction between base Genesis and yeah. uh, base battles. Damn it. Okay. Yep. All right, and that's 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 valid, I guess. I know it hurts, but <laughs> please, please give me that mechanics test. Alrighty. Oh. Yeah, that's bad. Eshka's uh, gonna get arrested and executed, isn't she? <laughs> yep. uh, that is a failure and a despair. Well, I'm despairing. Yeah. Um. So. I am. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> um, it's a little funny. Uh, it's a so little here's funny. here's what I'm gonna do. Um, I am going to say that you are you find a panel, um, basically that you you pull this metal panel off of the wall, and you're able to get into some of the wiring that's in there, and you. You're just straight up unfamiliar with how 
these military installations are wired versus a lot of the civilian work that you've done in the past and that you've that you've learned on. Uh, and you just electrocute yourself, um, not for the first time and certainly not for the last time, um, <laughs> but with a weird, wow, kind of cry, uh, you go tumbling off of the, you go, you go tumbling off of the catwalk. Uh, you're not badly hurt um, because of the very low gravity, uh, but you do land a little bit in your own puke from before. Oh. And you are undeniably revealed to the scientists whom you were trying to herd out of there. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you what, say? What is a space uh, battlesy computery jargon thing that Eshka could potentially be there to fix if she was supposed to be there? Um. Bad EPS conduits. Okay. Are you going to try and lie? Um, not immediately, um, mm -hmm. because I'm trying to act like I'm supposed to be there. And if I'm immediately like, oh, <laughs> the EPS conduits, like that's, that's more obvious. Um, I'm, I, as the player just want to know what I'm going to know ahead of time. I, sure. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. So um, I'm just, I'm, I'm <clears> like not gonna, I'm just going to like look sheepish and embarrass but okay. not like explain myself. That is a really good way to play it. Um, so first things first, I'm going to, I am going to charge you three damage for the, the shock and the fall. No soak applies. Ugh. then what good is <clears throat> soak for? Um, when you don't get electrocuted. <laughs> um, secondly, I'm gonna, I'm just going to roll some percentile dice. Um, cause I okay. feel like, the, I feel like there's a percentage chance where, you know, they see, so this is a million military installation, right? So that, you know, you see a stranger, you see a stranger who doesn't look like they're supposed to be here. There's suspicion. You see all of that in a person who just got badly hurt. And there's kind of a chance that like basic humanoid empathy takes over. So what I'm going to say is that there's a 30% chance, 30 or lower on this percentile. And you're treated with some suspicion, but not immediately assumed to be a bad actor. You know what I mean? Yes. So 30 or lower, you get a little more leeway. Oh, God. Yeah, it's an 85. Okay, so they, uh, you are immediately, like several, uh, several, because uh, as I mentioned before, everybody's armed. So several of these scientists, technicians, whoever, like draw sidearms. Uh, one of them, like, kind of gets close to, he's probably about two meters away, says, you, explain yourself. I'll hold up my hands like whoa 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 i'm i'm just supposed to be fixing a bad eps conduit I, i'm sorry this is my first assignment here and i'm not used to the wiring kind of kind of gave myself a little jolt <laughs> i'm new here <laughs> i'm new in town um yeah uh give me <clears throat> this, this is gonna be pretty tough obviously <laughs> um gi give me uh give me a deception test can I use a point? Yes, you can. Let's do that. All right. Uh, your upgrade's locked in. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, there's five failures <clears throat> and four advantage. Uh, so I will say with four advantage, they don't immediately gun you down. Um, Thanks. But, oh, no. uh, but 
we are going to cut away from Eshka as uh, several actual uh, military police burst onto the scene and they're going to grab oh, you. No! Fine. I know. <laughs> uh, as their boots pound away onto the metal deck plates, we hear the familiar sound of a lightsaber extinguishing as we cut back to Kiyama in the cave. Uh, Kiyama, you are staring down now an unarmed Velamin. He does not say anything in response to what you've said before, but instead just continues to look at you. What are you going to do? I'm going to take a step closer. See what happens. He takes a step closer to you. You're now maybe only a half meter apart. What are you going to do now? You need to give a reason for me to step aside. I look behind him to the seat he was sitting on. Uh, it's just a spot in the shaft of light. He doesn't have like a chair or anything. He could have been just meditating there. Why do you need to step aside? I don't. You can always turn back. Or you can come with me. And I'm going to uh, start to try and move around him. Interesting. Um, I feel like that's another leadership test. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> we have six light side points. I'm going to use a light side point. Sure. Upgrade's locked. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> um, you take a step laterally, and he doesn't challenge it. And... You kind of look to your side, and he just nods, kind of falls in behind you, and he says, lead on. I guess I'll keep walking forward, either up to that step or just wherever in the cave takes me next. And Sure. Um, as you're walking in the direction of the Shaft of Light, it, I mean, you're, you're definitely in still a place that is much mind palace as anything else. It's very metaphorical, I guess you could say. And where there was solid rocky floor um, in that the the shaft of light was just sort of bathing and treating like a spotlight. Uh, when you look away from Velamin for the second time uh, and look back at where that shaft of light is, you can see that there is uh, just stairs leading downward. Looks like we're going down. And I'll just keep going. Okay. Um, as you step forward into the light, uh, you can you can genuinely feel it like warming your skin. You didn't realize how uh, clammy you felt before. And step by step, you are heading down and you realize that your footfalls are ringing through this stairwell. But yours are the only that ones that are. And you look up, you, you still have the top of the stairs and part of the cavern in your vision. And you can see that you are alone. The figment of Velamin is not walking with you and has, in fact, disappeared. I've rolled a lot of threat. Even though my strain hasn't taken a ton of hits, I'm very stressed, I feel like. Um, mm -hmm. 
And so I'll just <clears> sort of like do like a little mutter of reassurance of I'm not alone. Can't be alone here. Not with the force. And just sort of keep walking. Give me um give me a discipline test. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you you say those words and you find yourself actually believing them. Which is some part of you notes kind of cynically, like kind of incredible because even, you know, six months ago, um, as the, as the, as the ship was going down into, into Agamar, you're not a hundred percent sure that you would have believed those words, but you have, you have slowly improved yourself isn't the right word exactly but you feel more together than you have been i think there's <laughs> been a lot in the last several months that has been there has been so much loss for you know just not just our group but kiyama as well and that even like super personal loss like the loss of luke or the threat of loss of others and the loss of that time period when she didn't have anybody and so the last couple months has been just that rediscovering what to do in the face of that loss I guess right yeah you've become resilient at last and I I, I think the um, the camera kind of cuts to a long shot of the shaft of light and the stairs and we see Kiyama slowly disappearing, uh, being swallowed by the earth before we cut back to Mia, who is on the roof of a building, wondering how she can get to her safe house. Hello. Yeah. You're in a pickle. I'm in a pickle. You know that there are more peacekeepers coming up behind you somewhere. Yeah, and, I do. And you're blocked off from these right here, right now. Okay. What are you going to do? Well, I think the first thing I'm going to do <laughs> is keep going because, like, there isn't much I, like, I'm not going to be able to, like, push my way past them and I might cause trouble if I do. So I'm just going to mm. keep on, I'm going to go past the safe house right now. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and how are you proceeding? Um, are you going to try and, you know, stay out of sight altogether, go full stealth? Um, are you going to, like, lie low and like try to trick them into passing you after a certain point with some skullduggery this or point you I'm gonna... gonna go full stealth um, okay. now that I'm no longer in a crowd full of people I'm. it's time it's time to try it okay sounds good uh, give me a stealth then please <laughs> nailed it wow okay um, so it's very stressful. Um, I'm actually going to, um, what I'm going to do is instead in lieu of giving you strain, I'm actually going to give you a wound, um, because your route takes you over a few dangerous pitfalls, right? Like you're kind of leaping, um, from building to building. You're using your, you know, knowledge of the urban environment as a tactical environment. And at one point you, um, kind of badly actually you know what no damage per se um, but I am going to inflict the critical wound of a sprain um, so you're going to have a black die on all agility tests until you get that critical wound addressed you've you've 
cranked your ankle basically. Um, but after like lying there for about two hours or so, you see peacekeeper patrols, um, start to dissipate. You've, you've genuinely shaken them this time. Okay. Um, but it is late at night and well past the report in point. Like there are people who are, um, you know, you you have been ex- you you have been expected. There are people who are probably worried, and a recovery party might be headed out soon, unless you do a check in. Um, are there any like sewer entry points or like manhole covers nearby? Hmm, higher or lower? What do you mean? Higher or lower? I'm gonna. Oh, uh, lower. Yes, there are. Um. I'm going to try and sneak into one of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we're going to be at a lower difficulty, but you do have the obstacle die on this stealth, and you have five light side points in the pool. Don't forget. I'm going to use one of them now. Sure. Upgrade is locked in. You may make me another stealth test. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so that's a triumph. Um, two successes. One, two, three, four, five, six advantage. Um, so with that triumph, uh, what I'll say is you can... If you can tell me like three basic facts about the scene that you want to be true, we can we can negotiate them one by one, but up to three facts about the scene can be true now. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to change, add, or subtract? Um, just given the high quality result of this self test. Um, I think the thing I would want to make sure of is that I'd have signal to calm once I'm in the sewer. Yeah. Uh, um, that, that, that can for sure be true. And other than that, that's the only thing I really feel like I need at this moment. Okay. You don't want like, a, a an assurance that the, the sewage level is low or anything like that. Oh, that'd be good. I'd take that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Think of all the ways that I can fuck you up and yeah, try to preempt me. Well, the thing is, also, at least that kind of thing would be funny. But yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, that those are the only two. Yeah, that I can think of off the top of my head. You know, your mom and dad first met in a pretty high sewage level they environment. Sure so did, and they yelled at each other a lot. <laughs> um. Okay, so down I go. Okay. Um, so you are going to be able to come in mm-hmm. and let's see. Um, okay. The, uh, you come in. What are you saying? Um, oh, 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 oh. Do you have, not do you have, what is your code name? Oh, Shades. What is it? Shades. Shades. Okay. Yeah. So sh- shades. Yeah, very very evocative with the yeah. with the with the dead bodies in your past. Yep, totally. Also, my sunglasses. It's a great theme thematic. Yeah, name. it's a it's, it's a wonder, wonderfully thematic name. Okay, so yeah. uh, so your your handle is Shades. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you saying when you comment? I'm gonna comment and say this is Shades. Uh, there are there are peacekeepers uh, at the entry point. Um, I'm currently safe. Not too far, but not going to be able to make it in tonight. Okay. Um, a voice, a a human woman's voice on the other end uh, crackles back and says, Shades, this is Nest 2. This is Nest 2. Do you require recovery or are you in a safe spot? 
I'm in a safe spot for now. The problem that I have is that I cannot keep an eye on my safe spot, and I won't know when the way is clear. Um, so at some point, someone giving some eyeballs to it and letting me know that it's an all clear would be helpful. Message received, Shades. We'll get we'll get eyes on your location as soon as we can. Nest two out. Thank you, Nest two. I say shades out. Oh, shades out. (laughs) (laughs) Embarrassing. I know. I don't know how any of this shit works. But Mia does. Mia does. That's the important. Mia sounds really cool and knows what she's talking about. So just, just. Dear listener, assume that Mia is more competent at stealth, stealth and uh, insurrection than I am. Uh, okay, so give me a perception test then, Mia. Absolutely. Cool. Wow. Whoa, that's two of those. Double triumph. Okay. Oh, um, so, so what I'm going to rule is that uh, you've actually found, you've sewered so good that your GPS functionally is going to be... Uh, functioning. Mm-hmm. So you have you've locked in a safe dry crevice that doesn't smell bad and has valid GPS so they can track you. Nestu confirms about 20 minutes later that you are not being surveilled by peacekeeper forces. There are still some in the in-between, but you are you should be good to hunker down for the night. Okay. Right. And I think that just given time and some other things, that is where we are going to pause for the night on Mia falling asleep in a sewer. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Uh, and then next time we will return, uh, kicking things off with Tamit discovering what the, uh, the approaching footsteps are and uh, maybe some of the aftermath of VC20s speech and uh, his induction to Chancellor Dome. But, yeah. Alright. Also, when when it comes to Chancellor Dums and Senatehood, mm-hmm. is he no longer a senator at all? Um, that remains to be seen. Uh, Rundak has been uh, kind of tapped to serve as an intermediate senator. Okay. Or uh, an inter an interim senator. I guess um, for and I go, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought that mm-hmm. the chancellors were like I thought it was like Speaker of the House. Gotcha. No, uh, Chancellor is a little bit closer to at least what, in my mind, how a government should work, um, where there, you know, is a legislative body that creates policy. And if there is an executive body there, instead of there being a single executor, there is an executive body that decides how that policy that is responsible for implementing that policy as pertains to their various, um, sources of responsibility. For instance, if you have like, say, a galactic minimum wage bill or a galactic UBI bill, the secret the Chancellor of Labor is responsible for ensuring that that actually occurs rather than just like one galactic president 
um, being responsible for all executive functions. That's cool. So this is me, I don't know, utopia designing a little bit. Well, war-torn utopia. But. Yeah, war-torn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing, a little, doing a little bit of stake crafting, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for playing, everybody. I'm going to hop off, but I will uh, yeah, talk to night. you all soon. Yeah. It's been, been a right. pleasure. Bye, friends. Always a pleasure. See you. I'd say bye, bye. but I'm like in your living room. So. Yeah. I'll see you in 30 <laughs> seconds. Yep. Bye.